Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your humble host down here in Birmingham, Alabama, and we have um, winter weather warnings out. We may have a flurry or two. We may have an inch or two. We may not have anything, but everything is shut down for tomorrow and Saturday. It's really something down here, but we don't have any snow removal equipment. So uh, they, when anything's predicted, they get going and just cancel everything. Hope where you are, you're doing okay with this big snow. I saw on the news that it's coming across most of the southern half of the country, I think. I saw some crazy number of states, 20-some states are included in this snow advisory this round. But, hey, it's January. We're supposed to have cold weather and winter weather, right? So... This evening, we have several people that have joined us, and I'm delighted that uh, they've taken the time to call in with their questions. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have several questions that have been submitted online as well, and I will get to those as I have time. If you have a question that's really pressing, please call in because you got a better chance of getting it answered because um, I'm always going to take the callers first before I do the online questions. So let's go to our first caller. I believe it's Julia. Hi, Julia. Do we have you? Hi. Hi there. Yeah, hi. <laughs> Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate that. You bet. You bet. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Central Florida. Central Florida. Well, you do you yep. have freeze warnings and snow warnings and stuff down there? You know, I don't know. I haven't checked, but since you mentioned <laughs> snow coming, I mean, I would be really surprised if Florida got snow, but you know, <laughs> it Maybe is nature, so crazy things can happen. Yeah, really, maybe in the panhandle, but I don't think you'll have it down. You're near Orlando, right? Mm -hmm. In yep. Florida. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you'll have much of a problem with that. But <laughs> Well, how may I help you this evening? Well, um, I am looking to relocate. Um, okay. I live in the central area of the state, and I'm wanting to move over to the Gulf of Mexico side, the western okay. coast. Yeah. And I think I've pretty much got the town narrowed down. So now okay. it's a matter of, you know, finding employment, finding a place to live. So right. I was calling, you know, for your insights, what you pick up around that and having okay. everything sort of come together. All right. Terrific. Well, there's a couple of ways we can do this. And my favorite way, which I think is the most useful, is for you and for me to ask questions at the same time and we'll compare answers. Okay. And what I find, Julia, is if we ask a question in this manner, and that is, is it in my best interest to, and then we finish the sentence, 
whether it's a yes and no answer or a multiple choice answer, doesn't really matter. I find that if we ask the question in that manner, it takes in all variables. We in our human minds don't have the capacity to see all of the outcomes that are possible. And that's when our free will comes into play and other people's free will and things like weather and things like, you know, crazy things that we can't predict. So when we ask, is it in our best interest too, or is it in my best interest too? What I find is that it really works well to give us an accurate answer based on all those variables. And the other thing is sometimes, oftentimes, people will say to me, can you ask my deceased grandmother or my deceased dad or whomever, my deceased Uncle Harvey, um, uh, you know, for information for me? And the answer is yes, I can. But just because somebody's deceased doesn't mean they're enlightened. Okay. So when we ask, is it in my best interest to, that's, guidance coming from God, the universe, source, whatever you want to call it, all of our angels, our spirit guides, you know, the whole group is giving us uh, guidance when we ask it that way. So the other thing is spirits are crazy literal. They're really literal. It's like they were all potty trained too early. It's hilarious. <laughs> so the, the more specific, you know, I say people that are potty trained too early, you know, get really anal and really literal. But the, the more specific we can be on our question, the better the guidance is going to be that we're going to get. Does that make sense? Okay, yep. Okay, so we're going to ask a question. I want you to ask the question in your head, and then it's the first thing that comes to your mind, Julia. As fast as you okay. can snap your finger, that's going to be what the answer to the question is. Okay, so okay. is it in Julia's best interest to move to what city do you have picked out? Palm Harbor. Is it in Julia's best interest to move to Palm Harbor? What's the first thing that comes into your head? Yes. I got a yes, too, before the question was even all the way out. Yep. <laughs> okay. So along those lines, what else do you want to ask that will help um, you make that move? About finding a job and, you know, finding a place to live. Because this is my first foray after divorce of doing it on my own. So. Oh. Yeah. Look at you, girl. So it, it's okay. a big step. Yep. Yeah. So questions around home, are you looking for a house? Are you looking for an apartment? Are you looking for what you think is going to be best? What, what's, what are your feelings about that? I was thinking probably something to rent at first, just so okay. I make sure that, you know, I'm kind of where I want to be before I commit to anything more. So okay. So is it in Julia's best interest to rent a house in, would you say, Gulf Harbor? Palm Harbor. Palm Harbor. Okay. Is it in Julia's best interest to rent a house in Palm Harbor? What do you get? I got yes again. I got a no. Ooh, so okay. let's refine it down. Is it in Julia's best interest to rent an apartment in Palm Harbor? What do you get? I'm still getting yes. I think my I mind is just saying yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, I got a no on that too, Joya. So oh. is it in Joya's best interest to rent a condo in Palm Harbor? I'm getting a yes on that. Okay, so condo. Yeah, that was actually 
you know, I was thinking condo or apartment. So, yeah. Okay. And as far as jobs go, do you have a certain industry that you're looking for? Um, I've done office type work in the past, but I'm really kind of wanting to like expand myself and I don't know really what that's going to look like. I was thinking of maybe like starting with a temporary agency. You know, it's funny because what I really want is fun. I want to do something that's fun and interesting and meaningful. Yeah. But I don't know what that really looks like. So I'm like trying to be expansive to not really, you know, pigeonhole myself too much. So I don't really know what that's going to look like. I think that's smart. A temp agency is smart. Is it in Julia's best interest to work for a temp agency when she moves to Palm Harbor? I'm getting a yes on that. Is it in Julia's best interest to work for more than one temp agency at the same time? I'm getting a yes on that, too. So, and I don't know where that came from. That thought just came into my head right after that last question. Okay. So it may make sense for you to sign up with more than one temp agency and and they may have more work for you and or they may be in a bunch of different industries and you can that will give you more of a feel for what's in the area that you think you might enjoy. Yeah, that that sounds that sounds good. I I had thought about that as well to just, you know, kind of put myself out there in a lot of different places just so you know, if, if one doesn't have a place to, you know, anything to any any opportunity to place me, then maybe another one would. So uh-huh. it's like I'm trying to learn to be more flexible and more open and uh-huh. more expansive. So uh-huh. you know, kind of there, there's a there's a book or two that you may want to check out, and it's Dr. Northrup N O R T H R U P dot com. She has one called Goddesses Never Age, and she's got a new one about making life easy. And it's all about, you know, at after divorce, women, here's what women can do, not just for divorced women, but, you know, women in general, how to stay healthy, how to have fun, how to recreate your life, that kind of stuff. You may want to look into one or both of those books. And I think, I'm sure you can get them on Amazon but go to drnorthrup.com and you can read more about that. Then I would suggest okay. you check out a couple of those books, those okay. two books. I think they'll give you some great ideas of things to help create your new life. All right. Well, okay. Yay, thank you. <laughs> you bet. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for calling in and good luck with everything. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate okay. it. Okay. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you too. Bye-bye. All right, I believe our next caller is Anastasia. Hi, Anastasia, are you with us? I am. Thank you so much for taking the call. You bet. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I am calling from South Portland, Maine. Okay. (laughs) So you guys live with lots of snow, so you know all about that. Live with a lot. We haven't had a whole lot this year. We're getting uh, more into the like the 19s and the teens type temperature, so it's getting pretty bitterly cold out there. Uh, uh-huh. So we're supposed to have snow in the next week, so we get some more. I bet. Oh goodness. Well, you guys know what to do with it up there. I know. <laughs> you would. Yeah. You would think we do. <laughs> Sometimes. <people forget. laughs> oh gosh, I have a friend that lives in Portland, Maine, and oh. and. Uh, 
I always tease him and I always, you know, when I see that you guys have really gotten a bunch of snow, I'll, yeah. I'll send him a text and I'll say, hey, it's, you know, 80 and sunny down here. Come on down. <laughs> he probably takes you up on it, right? <laughs> I know. No, he hasn't yet, but, you know, he just goes, oh, I don't want to hear it. So I know. Anyways. I say this, I say the same thing. My mom lives in Missouri. She tells me the same thing. <laughs> tells me to come well, where it's warm. Really- that's not really the tropics, Missouri. No, 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 not really. <laughs> it is compared to Maine in the winter. It is warmer. Yes, ma'am. That's right. Well, how may I help you? Um, quick question. I, I greatly appreciate you um, assisting with some the the energy tearing that um, has occurred in my life. I have had um, a heart problem that occurred about five years ago. And on the short end of it, I've been doing a lot of healing on it. There's been a lot of steps taken um, <clears throat> towards that, both energetic healing as well as physical healing. And the last situation that occurred, they tried to do a cath ablation. They ablated my yeah. heart eight to, eight to nine times, and it failed. Oh, um, and they're looking at sending me down to Boston to see some international uh, they call them electrophysial international cath specialists is a great big mm-hmm. fancy name, but that would be open heart surgery. And mm-hmm. I have one final step. Um, all medications have failed on my system. And this next step is on Monday. I'm going into the hospital to have one final medication dosage, which I'm terrified of because one, you have to put me in the hospital to put some chemicals into my body. Um, I have a chance of, of course, um, having that create a sustained arrhythmia, which equals death, which I'm not ready for. Um, mm-hmm. But if this does not work, the per the medical professionals, the only next step is open heart surgery to tackle the up top left chamber of my heart. Okay. okay. Therefore, the question is, <laughs> um, what, as you mentioned with the other caller, you know, the best interest is this going forward as a success and I'm able to get back to work and or am I looking at preparing myself for a more in-depth invasive procedure? Okay, so let's ask those questions first, Anastasia, and then mm-hmm. let's go to, um, let me scan you and see what's Thank going you. on and mm-hmm. see and see what's happening there. But before we do that, mm-hmm. I... I uh, used your story as a blog post today. Oh, yay. Congratulations. I hope that encourages lots of people. Yeah. And um, and you responded to it this morning. So I printed off this blog post and, and also your response. And if it's okay with you, before we go into this other stuff, let me read these real quickly so it'll give everybody that's listening kind of a little bit of background. Please, because please it's do. all. You okay with that? Because it's yes, all ma'am. intertwined. Okay. Yes, all right. ma'am. So Anastasia sent me this question, I think it was last week, and, and she says, um, Blessings, Julie. May I please have a body scan for energetic holes slash rips that may be affecting current health? Thank you for using your gifts. <clears throat> Excuse me. And my response was, hi, Anastasia. When connecting with you, I saw a large gaping vertical tear in your energy field membrane. It stretches from your throat to your groin. These kinds of tears and holes in the energy field membrane are caused by emotional trauma, either in this or a past lifetime and are a precursor to medical issues. The cause of the emotional trauma may be something as seemingly insignificant as some 
someone calling you a bad name in third grade to something terrible like being mugged as an adult. In your case, the tear was caused when you were 17. I saw a scene of you being slapped across your face by a person I believe was your boyfriend at the time. The young man had a medium build and dark hair. Based on the size and severity of the tear, I also believe you are most likely in a long-term abusive relationship. Your tear has been energetically repaired, and this will allow your body to operate on full power and help heal itself. Hope this information is beneficial and hope your 2017 is terrific. And you sent me a note this morning that just said, thanks for taking the time to do this scan. I felt there was a tear there, but didn't realize the size. Yes to the long-term abusive relationship during that period of time. I appreciate the repair and will continue uh, with myself, Reiki, as I'm scheduled for hospital. Okay, so a couple of things before we go there. Everybody, Anastasia, thanks for calling in, first of all, and sharing all this with everybody because it's so important when we're trying to heal our bodies to understand there's always an emotional component that Mm -hmm. goes along with any kind of physical or medical healing. And that emotional component is always in place before disease or illness sets in. Mm-hmm. So, Anastasia, what we did with you, based on your question, was kind of bass backwards. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, yes. We we healed the tear first before <laughs> we went in to look at your physical body. Normally, on a private consult, you know, I'll do a diagnosis and then we'll. I'll watch some kind of healing occur, and then we'll figure out what the emotional trauma is. <laughs> so we're kind of going a little backwards with you. But okay. everybody, I just wanted to give you that point of reference, and thank you for you know being vulnerable and sharing that with everybody, and Absolutely. sharing that with your you know with your um, question. Um, I I could tell, like I said, based on the size and the the severity of the tear that. This this had gone on for a long time in your life. Absolutely. So, okay, and you're out of that now. Yes, yes, ma'am. As a as just a background, um, the abuse started pre-verbal, um, okay. uh, male, and then I married into the abuse. That abuse um, physically ended. I'm I'm, gonna, I'm 55. So okay. all of the, I call it step abuse. When you come out of abuse, you kind of step down into it. Somebody doesn't uh-huh. come straight out of physical and emotional abuse. So all, all abuse, step down abuse, emotional, physical, verbal, sexual, ended in my 30s. Then okay. I spent another 10 to 15 years in various forms of therapy before okay. I found Good. energetic therapy. So I've moved all the way through in, into the energetic. And what I find very interesting is there was no quote-unquote, severe physical manifestations right. of that issue, um, mm-hmm. a lot of emotional, a lot of the spiritual, and it, I sure. feel like this is the physical manifestation of right. um, years of stuff. Does that make sense? Yep. Well, it is, absolutely. And and that's my point is when I, and I always see some kind of tear or hole in the person's energy field membrane, and it has the consistency of kind of saran wrap, Anastasia, mm-hmm. like really mm-hmm. thin saran wrap, but I can mm-hmm. see that tear. And then when I envision myself diving into it, I'm shown some kind of a scene, either in this right. lifetime or a past lifetime. So that's where all that information came from. 
I mean, I'm right. watching this movie of you being abused, oh, no. basically, yeah. in my head. I'm sorry. So, no, 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 no. Oh, no, it's wow. really important because it doesn't really matter so much what the circumstances are, mm-hmm. not to negate Correct. what you've been through. Certainly, I'm Correct. sure it was awful. But what's important is we illuminate it. We shine exactly. light on it. As soon yeah. as we do that, that tear in that energy field starts to repair, and then the body can operate on full power. And I yeah. don't. I, I believe there are no coincidences in life. So the fact that you're getting this energy field membrane tear healed first before yes. you go into the hospital for all of this stuff with your heart, I think is absolutely divine, divinely planned, divinely planned. So I what agree. I'd like to do is get you on my radar. There's going to be a okay. laser beam that's going to come from my body. It's going to find you in Portland, Maine. It's just going to take a second. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head. And I'm going to look at your heart and see if we can figure out what the heck's going on. Now, that'll be the diagnosis phase. The second thing that's going to happen is there's always some kind of a healing that occurs that's energetic. And the great thing about this is we're doing this first before you go in the hospital. And it oftentimes will have an effect on what happens, you know, with our Western medicine as we know it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Laser beams heading to Maine. Got you. Okay, got you. Shooting energy through you. All right. Uh, your heart, it's like the, looks like it's operating in reverse. The, mm-hmm. the, which is what they're trying to do with this ablation. Normally, I'll see the heart's uh, chakra spinning in one direction. Yours is happening in reverse. It almost looks like the, your, arteries and stuff are are reversed from what they're supposed to be it's like it's it's pumping it does that make sense yes it does like it, yeah okay pumping in reverse all right so let's see what is going to happen here um first of all your energy looks great i mean you're operating yes. on like 500 watt power you look Yay. fabulous from an energy stand. all right Okay, what I'm watching happen is I'm watching like um, alligator clips, you know, on your car battery, when you put mm-hmm. those clips on your car battery, if you jump, have to jump your car, there's these little teeny ones. Yeah, jump start it. There's these little teeny ones that are being placed. There's, I'm seeing there's about eight of them that are being placed all around your heart. And now I can see a frequency of energy. It looks like a lightning bolt that's going from alligator clip to alligator clip to alligator clip all the way around okay it's spinning really fast this is the healing happening this is what i'm watching spinning really fast in a clockwise direction now it's spinning clockwise now it's spinning like a um have you ever seen the a di i know you've seen a diagram of a molecule where they it's like they have these circles that go horizontally and vertically and and yep. um, diagonally, that's what yep. I'm seeing happen. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling this coming right through my crown, right through my heart. I'm cool. I'm feeling it. Okay, mm. now it just all like burst into a brilliant mm-hmm. um, burst of light. Okay, now I'm going to shoot energy through you. Okay, your heart just looks calm now. Yeah. So, okay, so that was the healing. So let's okay. ask your question. Is it in? Pardon me? 
I'm, I'm, yeah, Dan, I was just thanking the guides and angels and, and you for the healing um, that yeah. just took place and that energy because I felt that all go through. Um, the question, and I feel like the answer comes before I even ask the question, is that, that I'm, this is it. When I go in for this, this medication, they're, they're either going to say, it's fixed, we can't find it, you're good to go, go back to work, or they're going to put me on the medication for a sustained time and they will find the rhythm is working just fine and I'm not going to have to go. I feel like this is my end point. Okay. So my question is, is this my end point, I guess, um, without needing further procedure? Okay. Well, we need to make that more specific because your end I know. I knew, I, knew <laughs> I knew. I knew that. I knew. I knew that. I knew that. That came out. <laughs> got a big no on that. I don't think you're going to die from this. Okay. So, I know I'm not going to die. The no. specifics of the question, when I go in on January 9th for the three-day of the hospital, will the medication resolve the issue that I'm currently having with the heart and I'll be able to go back to work? And I got a yes before that question was even out. Yeah. Yeah, and I wanted to hear that from you because I was at this place where I keep vacillating between yes and no, and I'm not able to feel my own energy on that question. Um, okay, and, and as I mentioned before with Julia, is it in my best interest to always, always, always that needs to be the preface always. to every question you ask that's guidance, and you can ask yes-no questions, you can ask multiple-choice questions. Is it in my best interest to go into the hospital on January 9th to have the treatment the doctors are recommending and I'm getting a yes Yes. on that is it in Anastasia's best interest to have open heart surgery I'm getting a no no. even out I got a no before that got out too okay so everybody that's listening (laughs) please remember Anastasia in your prayers please send her positive you know positive thoughts and and mojo as she goes through all of this (laughs) And um, and I really appreciate you calling in, and I, I appreciate your sharing your story with everybody. Oh, thank you so much. And, and again, as yeah. I mentioned in, in, in speaking to you, thank you for your gifts, and may you be blessed and have an amazing 2017. Well, thanks. You too. Please let us know okay. what happens. I okay. will. I will. Thank you, dear. Okay. Bye-bye. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's go to our next caller, and I believe it's Musa. <laughs> Hi, Musa. Are you with us? I am here. Hi, Hi there. How are you? Fine, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Tell, please tell everybody where you're calling from. Calling from Indiana. How are things in the Hoosier State? Well, it's just cold right now. <laughs> cold, <laughs> well, cold, cold. <laughs> Maybe you need to go visit Miss Julia in Florida. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, last time I stepped foot outside, I think it was like eight degrees. So, oh jeez, oh jeez. Well, good reason to stay inside, right? Absolutely, absolutely. How may I help you this evening, sir? Well, I am uh, fascinated about past lives. Okay. And I want to learn more about my past lives. Want to know yeah. uh, what kind of person I was, where I used to live. Uh, what kind okay. of profession I used to have. Okay. And actually, above all, which one was the most, uh, I guess, which one of those past lives may have affected me the most in my current life? From a professional standpoint? From any point. Okay. You called in last week, right? 
And help refresh my memory on this. I think we got a past life for you that was as a Roman soldier. Is that right? Or what was? Or was that somebody else? What were you? British soldier. I was a British soldier. No, you know what? Roman soldier was somebody with whom I did a private consult. Yours was. It's coming back to me now. um, The Out of Africa movie (laughs) that you were in South Africa, right? That's actually that's exactly what you said. Yes. That was it. Okay. That um, that movie with Meryl Streep where she's living on like a ranch, but you, but it was colonized by the Brits. So you were British and perhaps you were a missionary. Is that what I'm remembering? Yeah. You mentioned some about missionary and you mentioned that I have okay. a uniform on. So okay. something that looked like a British soldier. All right. And that was, that pertained to you. In that, help me remember, something with you were worried about staying alive out in the middle of Africa and that transposed to this lifetime because you got stressed over things that weren't life-threatening. Correct. Okay. So what in particular are you looking for this time? Frankly, I'm just uh, shooting in the dark. I really have no expectation. I'm just... uh just kind of curious to learn more about past lives. Okay. Well, I think last week we got that that was the most prevalent in your life right now. But if we want to ask something about perhaps a, a profession, what do you do now for work? Uh, right now, I'm an engineer. Okay. All right. So do you want me to see if I can see if there are any past lives that apply to your engineering interests in this lifetime? Absolutely. Engineer or okay. any other interest as far as professional. That comes up. All right. Okay. Here we go. What I'm going to do, everybody, is I, I envision myself walking down this long, never-ending hallway, and it has ceilings that are probably maybe upwards of 20 feet, and I see these square mirrors on either side of the wall, floor to ceiling, and they're about 12 by 12 in size. And I'm going to walk, envision myself walking down this hall in my mind's eye, and I'm going to ask, um, you know, which lifetime of Musa's applies to his engineering interests in this lifetime. And then a mirror or several or maybe many, will come out of the wall. And it's almost like the mirror is on on a hydraulic arm. Speaking of engineering, (laughs) it's going to come out from the wall, Musa. And and then I'm going to ask which one has the most significance at this moment in time for Musa. And then that one will come out a little farther. And then I'll envision myself walking into that mirror. And then I'll just tell you what I come up with. Okay? Okay. So, since we did this last week, you're an old pro, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Walking down this hallway, it's never-ending. Okay, what lifetimes affected Musa from his for his interest in engineering in this lifetime? Are there any lifetimes? Okay, there's bunches of them, Musa, coming out. All right, show me the one that has the most significance. Okay, one's coming out. It's on the left, pretty far down. Let me get to it. All right, now I'm envisioning myself standing in front of this mirror. I'm walking into this mirror. Show me. Oh, this is pretty wild. I've never had this happen before. I said, this is a future lifetime. Interesting. 
interesting. This is like Star Wars stuff. <laughs> this is, you're like on a different planet and there's spaceships and stuff. Now, you know, I promise you I don't drink alcohol and I don't take drugs. <laughs> and I can't make this stuff up because I'm not that creative. But this looks like, you know, a Star Wars movie. It look it, it's you're on this planet. There's spaceships flying around. Um, you've got like a, a Star Wars kind of an outfit on. Not you know not the Darth Vader guys in the white outfits, but more like a what um, Luke or the guys. The new Star Wars movie Rogue One is really good. Go see that. You go see that, and that's what's coming to mind. That's what it looks like. Wow. So I think this is a this is a future oh. lifetime. Or I'm getting no. It's not a future lifetime. It's a lifetime on another planet. Hmm. And I'm getting the year 1737. That's interesting. Um, I'm getting it's the size of Jupiter. It's in another galaxy. This is hilarious. God, I've never gotten this before um, with anybody. So that tells us how special you are. Uh... I'm sure all of us have had experiences in other galaxies. Um, That's yeah, you're really involved in, electro, in electric stuff, electric field, electromagnetic stuff, electro. What kind of engineer are you? I'm electrical engineering. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> Hilarious. There you go. Okay. So that's what I'm getting for this round. So um, go watch go watch that movie Rogue One and you'll see your people <laughs> from that lifetime. <laughs> I, was, I was actually planning to go watch it anyway. <laughs> there you go. All right. Wow. Well, thanks so much for calling. I really appreciate it. It's always fun talking to you. Thank you. And uh, and tell Bridget she called in your wife last week, so tell her we said hello. I will definitely. Okay. Thanks, Musa. Yeah. Take care. Bye bye. All right. That was fun. That was wild. Goodness. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. We do this show, everybody. Every Thursday night, we tape it at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. The 
once we're done recording the show on Thursday nights, I send it to editing. It is up on the Law of Attraction Network, usually on Saturdays. And at that point, you can download it on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart. I think there are 35 outlets where you can find it in addition to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. So once you download it once on your tablet or on your phone, then you can subscribe to the feed and get it. Also, while you're on my website, please sign up for the newsletter. AskJulieRyan.com. You'll see a little button and you can push it to sign up for the newsletter. And that's what I was talking about with Anastasia a couple minutes ago. I will get a question that somebody has submitted online and then I will um, put that question up and do an answer. And then it goes out to everybody on the mailing list. And the nice thing about it too is it has the call and information for this recording every Thursday night. So you can um, find it there. And then while you're on the website, schedule an appointment because then I get you for a whole hour and we can go talking about whatever you want. You've heard a whole gamut of things so far this evening. So uh, it's really fun to have you for, for a whole hour and we come up with some amazing things. Like I said, I can't make this stuff up. I'm not that creative. So anyways, all right, let's go back to the phones. And I believe our next caller is Katie. Hi, Katie, are you there? I am, Julie. Hi there. How Hi. are you? Hi, I'm doing okay. I first want to say thank you so much. You helped me one of your first radio shows, I called in about my dog, Zephyr, who at that time was uh, diagnosed with kidney disease. Oh. And you really helped guide me through that. And I want to I want to thank you so much for that. That was so helpful. Oh. And, uh, you are most and I'm, welcome. I'm calling in tonight because just last week we got a new dog. Oh, great. So we have adopted a, a new dog from the shelter. And, okay. Uh, We've named her Jasmine. We call her Jazz. And Cute. she is, according to the shelter, I mean, you know, best guess, right? Um, she's a, she is a, uh, a black and tan coonhound pointer mix. Okay. <laughs> sounds, so, like she yeah. should, sounds like she should be in uh, Daniel Boone or Beverly Hillbillies or something. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I live in Tennessee, and she was picked up on a country road, so I, I think she's Aww. a country dog. And she's, How old she's, do you think uh, she is? Well, she's at least a year, but um, the shelter thought she was two, but our vet said mm, maybe not quite two, but definitely at least one. So Aww. she's young. She's not a puppy puppy, but she's young. Great. And, um, and I'm calling in to ask, you know, we don't know anything about her background, you know, because she right. was picked up and brought into the shelter. And, uh, and she, you know, appeared to be in fairly good shape. But um, she is, we've been having, I hate to say problems because that sounds like really serious. But, you know, there's always an adjustment period with a new dog. And a young dog always has, you know, you've got to train them and everything. But she's, uh, she seems at times, not all the time, but at times, like very, very hyper. And huh. she has a huge chewing problem. She just wants to chew everything, including whatever clothes we're wearing at the time. <laughs> <laughs> that could be inconvenient. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, she's got a very soft mouth. So she, like, bites a lot. But when I say bites, I don't mean bites. She, it's very, very, she, it's not even a nip. It's very soft mouth. So she's never, ever hurt anybody. 
And I'm not worried about her hurting anybody. But she does have this chewing thing. She just wants to chew everything. And we give her, she doesn't like rubber toys, but we give her, you know, those stuffed animal toys for dogs with squeakers. And she will just, you know, disembowel them almost instantly. She can (laughs) rip into a tennis ball and destroy it in five minutes. Wow. I've never seen anything like it. So she just, she can rip into anything. And we're just, we're really sort of scared because, and, you know, we're doing all the proper things. We're going to take obedience school. And right now we've got her, we keep her in whatever room we're in. So we always have an eye on her, but it's a little exhausting because when she's not sleeping, you really have to watch her every second. Uh-huh. And we're also not sure she's house trained. I think she may have been an outside dog. So she's had two accidents in the house so far. We walk her a lot and we bring her outside, but I don't know if she's really getting the idea yet. But, and that's a little bit of a concern, but that I think we can train her with. But I really wanted to ask you about this chewing stuff. If there's anything behind that that might, uh-huh. you know, that if we understood it might help us with her. Uh-huh. Is she crated at night, Katie? Yes, we do keep we keep her in the bedroom with us, but she's in a crate. Right. And she's okay with that? Yeah, yeah. She Good. she was a little restless one time the first night, but other than that she's been okay. Mhm. Okay. Well, let me what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you and then I'll connect from you to Jasmine. You call her Jazz, right? So mm-hmm. we'll connect yeah. to Miss Jazz and um let's ask her some questions. And see if we can get some answers for you and and see what will help. When you asked if she was an outside dog before, I got a yes when you said you wondered if she was an outside dog. So let's ask her, but I got that she was an outside dog. Um, So, okay. Laser beams coming from me here in Sweet Home, Alabama, heading north to you in Tennessee. Got you. Okay. Got the dog. She's cute. She's kind of (laughs) like... She's really cute. She's she kind of looks like a dachshund almost with long legs, or not long legs, <laughs> but longer legs than a dachshund. Longer legs, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So, Jazz. Does she answer to Jazz? Well, we're trying to teach her her name. She, I mean, we gave her that name. She didn't, you know, mm-hmm. she didn't okay. come with a tag or anything. So, she prefers she Jasmine. She does. Okay. <laughs> so she's telling me. <laughs> She's hilarious. All right. Uh, so, question. Jasmine, why are you chewing everything? Because I'm hungry. Okay, what are you hungry for? Anything they want to give me. <laughs> okay. Uh, is, does she act like she's hungry? Well, she. we do feed her. You know, she's got access to her bowl. And she, unlike our last dog, we can put food in it. She'll just come and take a little bit at a time. So she always has food, and oftentimes in the morning there's still a little left over. So I I don't think she's physically hungry for nutrition. Okay. So she's eating like a lady is what it sounds like. Yes, (laughs) yes. And she's pretty good at the table. When we eat human food, you know, when we eat our dinner, she's interested in it, but she's not insistent. She's not jumping up on the table or anything. I'm, I'm glad sure she would if we left the food there. there and left the room, she'd do it, you know? <laughs> oh, you're pretty funny. When we're eating human food. Yeah, I'm glad you're not eating dog food. All right. <laughs> I just wanted to be clear about that. Yeah, good. All right, Jasmine. She's, she she's just sees herself as this lady. It's a riot. Okay, Jasmine, why are you chewing on clothes? Because they taste good. All right, what do you like in the taste? Is she chewing furniture and shoes and stuff like that, too? 
or just clothes? She hasn't, she hasn't chewed furniture yet, but we haven't given her a whole lot of, of opportunity. But she will chew at, like, coats, whether they're leather or not. Yeah, yeah. You know, if it's, like, on the back of a chair or if we're wearing one. She, um, you know, anything anything that's on the floor, she'll pick up and chew. Um, we've been trying to watch her so she doesn't, but she but she will. She'll... She'll like if there's a box that they, I, somebody had a pad of paper and she put it in their mouth, you know, like anything. She she's very indiscriminate. Wow. Okay, first of all, she's telling me she likes the smell of the fabric softener that you use. Are you using dryer sheets? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Okay. She likes the smell of that. That's helping her be attracted <laughs> to the clothes, which is okay. pretty funny. Okay, the other thing, I'm asking her, what's up with chewing that pack of paper? She thought it was interesting and wanted to taste it. Okay, she's. what I'm getting, Katie, is that she's being exposed to all this new stuff, and it's like a toddler, you know, or a baby. A baby's going to pick something up, they're going to look at it, smell it, taste it, and then they've got it in their memory, and they've got it in their heads, and then they move on to the next thing. You know, that oral stage of that babies go through. Uh-huh. I think that's what, since she's been an outside dog, she's an inside dog now, I would assume. Yes. So she's just exploring. That's just how she's exploring. So let's just talk to her about it. All right. You're, you're driving Katie nuts. Can you, I'm talking to Jasmine here, can you take it easy on the chewing yet? She told me, by the way, when I asked you if she chewed furniture, she told me no because it didn't taste good. <laughs> good. <laughs> so... Um, okay, can you limit the chewing to the toys they give you? She's saying no. Okay, she's showing me those rubber cone things, Katie, that you put peanut butter in. Does she have one of those? A rubber cone? Oh, you yeah. mean like a cone treat? I don't know what they call it, but it kind of looks like a long beehive and that you put yeah. peanut butter on the inside of it. Yeah, and they can I know what you mean. mess with that. She's telling uh-huh. me she'd like one of those. Okay. Um, let me see what else. I know that those rawhides are supposed to be really bad for them, but she's telling me that that would be nice if she had one of those. You know those stick things that you can give them? I don't know if some are better than others. but um, And she's showing me like a big rawhide that has a twisted end on each side, like if you tied a big knot out of the uh-huh. rawhide. She tell me right. she'd like one of those. She loves her walks. She's sorry for the mistakes in the house. Um, she's okay. She's showing me sleigh bells, like you see at Christmas time, Katie. And she wants you to hang them on the door that you want her to go out, so she can ring them. She's saying help her give you something that she can alert you when she needs to go outside. You know what's really funny about that? Two things. One, we happen to have sleigh bells on the door for Christmas. But okay. two, in the house where I grew up, we had sleigh bells on the door. Oh, well, there you go. I love that. <laughs> yeah. She wants you to put, and then she's showing me not the, the leather strand with a bunch of little bells. She's showing me a couple of good-sized bells hanging like on a ribbon or something. Okay. But make it so that she can reach it with her nose. You know, so she can kind of, so if you're not in the room, which it sounds like you are right now, but that's probably not always going to be that way. But she's saying that that will help her let you know when she needs to go out. 
She's very smart. She's very, she seems very ladylike. She seems like she's very feminine. And um, she's thrilled to be with you. Oh, good. Do you, is she playing with some of, of Zephyr's toys? Yes. Okay. She's telling me she really likes those. <laughs> good. Good. So, she's got yeah. some new ones, too. Okay. She likes his toys. So she knows that they were his. She probably can smell them on it. But probably, she just told me yeah. she, really likes, she really likes Zephyr's toys. So um, I hope that helps. Did that answer your question? It did. It definitely did. And, you know, my daughter said to me <laughs> a couple of days ago that she had seen something on uh, on the Internet about teaching dogs to ring a bell to go outside. And I just kind of laughed. But I'm going to tell her now, and she'll feel so vindicated about that. We're definitely so validated. <laughs> yes, yes. We are definitely going to try that. And I'm glad that you tell me she's ladylike because, you know, ladies don't really like to pee on the carpet, at least those I know. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that's a good well, sign. Yeah. And, and tell your daughter maybe she has a career as a dog whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will for sure. Thank you so much. You are most welcome. You be safe with this winter storm coming in in Tennessee. I know it's going to hit Tennessee. And uh, and thanks so much for calling and enjoy your new puppy. Thank you so much, Julie. Okay. Bless you. You good too. Night. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, that was funny. All right, our last caller. Hi, this is, it looks like Miss Kathy. Kathy, are you with us? Kathy, hello, hello. Unmute your phone. Are you there? I can see you on my screen. Okay, okay I'm, un- I'm unmuted now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I, I, for, I forgot I was on mute. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I think that's probably what happens. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I don't really have a question per se tonight. I just, I just got home like maybe 10 till quarter, 7.30, quarter to 8 from Miss Katie, my cat, who had her tooth out today. Oh, good. um, Please tell everybody, first of all, where you're calling from and also a little bit of background about what's going on with Katie the cat. I will. Um, I'm calling from Cincinnati, Ohio. And my Katie the Cat, 13-year-old orange tabby that I dearly love and am bonded to, and she with me. And um, she had been having a lot of pain in her mouth, and um, I didn't realize it. And uh, I had a, I've had a couple um, one-on-one sessions with Julie, which have been very, very, very helpful. And partly has helped, you know, <laughs> Katie did so well, Julie. She Good. Was right. hydrated. She only needed one tooth out. Great. Um, I was doing her food. You know, you you said she was saying food's too cold. It's hurting. It was bothering her teeth. So I started warming up the food, and and it's all just. She was so ready last night, and she was even playing last night. Of course, Good. pain meds might have had her a little high, but because <laughs> she was she was in a lot of pain, and the pain meds you know, we're definitely taking the edge off. So I just am feeling, like I said, very thankful for you being in my life. Um, oh. you know, my friend, my friend Mary's um, cat passed and I helped with that process and she gifted me with a session with you, Julie, as you know, and, um, and that was, that hour session was fabulous. And then we did another hour session recently and, and it's just made such a difference for me and for Katie. And I just feel, um, I'm just feeling very grateful and just wanted to tell you, tell you that. Oh. 
nice. Well, thank you. My my privilege. It's such a privilege and an honor and so much fun for me to get to talk to you and to everybody else that calls into the show or does the the individual consults. It's just really a delight and and my privilege, really, that you guys let me into your lives because it's it's really remarkable the things that um that we go through i'm so glad we got that she only had one tooth that needed to come out so that's great and it sounds like she's like in the food warmed up and and it sounds like she did great under the anesthesia so thank you so much for calling in and, and letting me and letting everybody else know you know what what happened with Katie the cat she's becoming famous on this show <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's a yeah. starring role <laughs> so yeah, yeah. thanks Julie I, I just you bet you. you bet take care you too bye bye now okay well that was nice I got a couple of other questions. Let's see if I can fit a couple other questions in here real quickly. The first one is from LaShunda, and she lives in Douglasville, Georgia, which I believe is outside of Atlanta. And she asked, hi, Julie, what do you feel or see that I should do with a man that has reappeared into my life? His name is John. Will he be seriously pursuing me? If so, when? And here's my response. Hi, LaShunda. After connecting with you, I asked the following questions on your behalf and got these answers. Will John pursue a romantic relationship with LaShunda? And I got a no. And then I put in parentheses, remember, spirits are really literal, so be as specific as you can. Okay, that's when asking a question, be as specific as you can. Second question, would John like for LaShunda to pursue him for a romantic relationship? I got a yes to that. See, romantic relationship versus a relationship like, you know, as a coworker or a friend or a dog sitter or there's lots of different ways you can have a relationship with somebody. But that's why I'm putting romantic in there. So he'd like for her to pursue him, which I thought was hilarious. And then I asked if it was in LaShenda's best interest to date John, and I got another yes. So... I went on to say, so my advice is to see if he wants to meet you for lunch or a drink after work. That way you can, quote, test the water, gauge John's interest interest level, and either proceed or retreat from there. In order to get spiritual advice, just ask some questions in your head. It's really important to begin each question with, is it in my best interest too, and then finish the sentence. Your divine guidance will be the first thing that pops into your head. If you think about the answer for more than a second or two, that will be your brain answering you. Good luck, and most of all, have fun. So, LaShunda, this guy wants you to come after him, and then you can decide whether he's worth coming after or not once you get together with him. Okay, here's another question from Georgia, two in a row. Here we go, from Metter, Georgia. Tammy from Metter, Georgia. She said, hi, Julie. I'm at a point where I need to make several big decisions and I'm finding it difficult to move forward. I need to decide if it's in my best interest to stay with my current mate or go back to my ex-boyfriend. I need to decide if I need to work for myself as a coach and artist or just go get a job. I retired several years ago and haven't worked since. I do have income but would like to increase it. Your thoughts? 
And here are my thoughts. Hi, Tammy. Thanks for your question. In order to get some answers for you, I first connected with you in Georgia, then asked each question individually. Here's what I got. Number one, when I asked if it was in your best interest to stay with your current mate or go back to your ex-boyfriend, I got your current mate, loud and clear. Those are her words, current mate. When I asked if it was in your best interest to work for yourself, I got a big yes. When I asked if it was in your best interest to work as a coach, I got a no. When I asked if it was in your best interest to get a job, I also got a no. So that would correlate with what I got, that it was in Tammy's best interest to work for herself. I went on to say, since this is a pretty general question, I refined it a bit and asked if it was in your best interest to get a job as an artist and got a yes. So I'm getting yes on artist, yes, uh, work for yourself, yes, stay with your current mate so far. And then I asked, if it was in your best interest to get a job like what you had before you retired, and I got a big whopping no. So whatever you did before you retired, I guess maybe you didn't enjoy it that much. (laughs) I went on to say, see the difference in the job-related questions and the answers to them? When asking a question in your head, remember to be as specific as possible. Spirits are really literal. And remember to always preface any question with, is it in my best interest too? Your divine guidance answer will always be the first thing that pops into your head. If you think about it for more than a second or two, that'll be your brain answering you. If your question relates to something really important, ask it several different ways. When all of the answers are the same, you'll know you're getting an accurate response. Hope this information helps you make your decisions. All right. I always talk about we want to ask, is it in our best interest too? And we can ask it about somebody else too. You know, is it in, is it in Susie's best interest or whatever? And then you finish the sentence. Can be a multiple choice answer, can be a yes, no question, either way. But again, the reason why I like to ask it that way is because it encompasses all variables. And we can't even remotely try we can try, but we can't remotely see what the outcome is going to be to any situation. So I've found over the years that that just works really well, not only for me, but for other people too. The more you do it, the more you practice it, the better you're going to get at it, by the way. With that, we are out of time, everybody. This has been really a remarkable show. Thank you to everybody calling in. Thank you to those of you that have submitted questions online. And uh, I hope those of you that are in the path of this big whopping snowstorm coming in, that you stay safe, stay warm, and go build a snowman like they talk about in the movie Frozen. Till next week, call in. Love to chat with you next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com.
This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.